I'm going in search of witches. Witches? Witches. I guess you found me out, huh? Yeah. You should come around here on Halloween. You'd really see something then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we all jump off the roof and fly. You know, sort of like a coven. We were placed fester under some strange sexual spell. At what time will we be spellcasting? everyone and welcome to Moonstone Witchery, the podcast where we chat about witchcraft and spirituality in the modern era. My name is Rian Lockard and I am the head witch over here at Moonstone Witchery and I'm so glad to have you joining me today. You can find me on Instagram at Moonstone underscore witchery or over on my website at MoonstoneWitchery.com where there is lots of fun stuff happening, lots of opportunities to connect with me if you need a reading, um, and very exciting um, subscription services including a witchy witchcraft box that is in the beta version so I don't have a lot of them so I'm not going to talk about it too much but if you want to you can snag your hands upon a witchy subscription box um, for the first month when it is going out this month in February. That said, let's get started. I missed last week's podcast due to illness. So this week I'm going to be dropping two podcasts. So that's exciting. I wanted to talk about um, today on this podcast today, I wanted to talk about magical timing. Um, this is a pretty quick and easy topic, but it's important for every witch or practicing witch to keep the idea of magical timing in her back pocket. Now that said, along with all rules of witchcraft, and this is just my opinion, but my opinion, um, is that all rules of witchcraft are important for you to know, and then you can go ahead and ignore whichever ones don't work for you. So I want every witch to understand what it is they're doing. I want every witch to know what the rules are. And then I want every witch to feel empowered enough to say to herself, well, I know the technical rule. However, that's not going to work for me right in this moment. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. I'm going to teach you the timing for, for different magic workings. And then I'm going to empower you to do whatever you want on whatever day suits you the best, if that's what you need to do. So let's begin. First, I'm going to talk about the different days of the weeks and what what day correlates with what planet and therefore what day and planet are good for what kind of spells. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the moon phases and we can chat about um, what phase you want to be doing what spell under um, in regards to the moon as well. So I don't know if you even realized this, but every day of the week has a different planet and therefore, according to mythology, a different god or goddess affiliated with it. Now, do you need to be pagan in order to work with the different days of the weeks for their magical purposes? No, Um, because they're planetary. You can just go ahead and slide your mind into that mentality that you're just kind of honoring and working with the energy of a planet. Um, Do you need to be of the specific pantheon? Um, if you are a pagan, do you need to believe in the specific pantheon of the gods whose names I'm going to mention or reference? In my opinion, no. Um, my belief is that 
the gods and goddesses are really um, names that represent different energies and the embodiment of different archetypal energy that is out there in the universe. And so if we're dealing with the goddess of the moon, Artemis, for example, she's like a name and a face and an entity who represents the moon and all the moon's energy and all the moon encapsulates and what the moon does for us. But we can change her name and have it be the same energy. It's what we're doing is we're calling upon the representation of that concept. And it's helpful to us as humans because of how our brains work and how our brains are structured to have a name that goes with that. So when I call upon Artemis, who is also known as Diana, um, and I, you know, summon her into my spell work, I'm calling upon the representation of that energy. So whatever word works for you, is is fine and I want you to just give yourself permission to use these words um, until you feel like you have a word that you prefer or a name that you prefer or to uh, conversely give yourself permission to use what you know already works for you but I just want to make a quick out quick outline of what the days of the week are and what their magical properties are so we'll start with Sunday um, Sunday is ruled by the Sun big shock there spoiler alert um, Sundays are really good for big spells. They are good for like, oof, spells, right? Like they're good for the spells that you are like confident that you want to, you know what you want. You're going to do it. Go big or go home. Um, they're good for wealth. They're good for hope. They're good for like world peace. They're good for, I want this new job. I want this new home. Um, they're the, the big, bold spells please help me pass this final. That's what Sundays are for. And, you know, you can like always boost your spell work, by the way, or just like your witchiness in general by, you know, wearing coordinating like colors or amulets or, you know, pendants, um, outfits, whatever it is that coordinate with whatever spell you're doing. So if you were to be doing a specific spell and really trying to get something major accomplished on a Sunday, you could wear gold, you could wear a pendant for the sun. And I want you to like, kind of like ritualize it, like do it with intentionality and purpose so that you're in the flow of that energy throughout your day. Mondays are for the moon. So Mondays are your really nice, like energy kind of emotional spell work kind of days. Now I'm a biased person. I have a tattoo of the moon. Um, I love, I love Artemis. I am really just, just here for the moon, a moon witch, I guess. Um, team moon. So I, I love moon spells. I love moon work. Moon spells um, are good for, you know, emotions, dreams, uh, psychic visions. Monday is a great day for fertility spells because the moon is governing and controlling the cycles of women um, who wish to give birth. So that's really helpful. Some people think that Monday um, moon spells can be a little bit unreliable just because the moon governs the emotions and they're saying, well, emotions ebb and flow and change quickly. So maybe it's not as reliable. I think that's some BS. That sounds like the patriarchy talking, blah, blah, blah. Thanks, but no thanks. But <laughs> I did want to tell you that that's a belief that some practitioners hold. I think that as long as we learn to honor and to work with the up and down nature of emotions that we will understand that a spell or anything emotional will go through transitional 
phases, but that doesn't mean that it's just like a wash or not worth dealing with. Um, but that's a whole rant for a different day. Um, also Mondays, because it's ruled by the moon, are really great for any water magic that you want to do um, or anything to do with water. Um, you know, if you're working with like a Cancer or Scorpio, something like that, uh, you might want to do some spell work. Pisces. Um, also Mondays are great for cleansing and anointing your magical tools because you're utilizing that moon energy for cleansing. And I would say even charging. I mean, it's, it's all anointing, charging, whatever it is. Anointing to me implies oil. If you're not necessarily working with oil, you can still charge your, your magical tools on Mondays. And Tuesday is ruled by Mars. Mars is the god of war. So Tuesday is a great day for like any kind of spell where you need like strength or courage or general badassity. Um, if you need to overcome a difficulty, if you want to like just kind of explode through some barriers, um, I would use Tuesday's energy for spell work about any of that. Tuesday can be a good day for like sowing some strife or, you know, um, laying out some vengeance, doing some kind of hexing, um, or negative or baneful work. But I, I just want to caution you always, as I always do, against um, impulsively going to harmful spells when perhaps you can just do a nice spell on yourself instead of doing a harmful spell on someone else. So just think that through. Um, but Tuesday's that like self-empowered, badass kind of like person on a mission energy. So it's good for any kind of spell that needs that kind of vibe. Even if you're not feeling that, see, that's why we do spells, right? Like if you're doing a spell on yourself, that's like, I need to stand up to this thing or I want like the energy of this, this thing needs to be taken down or told all about itself. You can use the energy of Tuesday to sort of channel into that spell. If you're needing a boost of that kind of vibe for yourself, you're not feeling like that naturally comes to you. Wednesdays are ruled by Mercury. So Mercury, as y'all know, when Mercury goes retro, shit gets crazy. Um, Mercury is the god of communication and travel and making things happen. Um, but because Mercury can get a little confusing because communication can, the flip side of good communication is, is not so good communication. Um, you want to make sure that you're really clear with your intention and how you're executing a spell if you're doing a spell on Wednesday. Um, but if you want someone to talk to you, if you want communication to improve in a situation, I would do that spell on a Wednesday. Um, I would also say that Wednesday and Mercury, they're, it's good for luck. It's good for travel. Um, it's good to do, you know, what's good for um, Wednesdays with Mercury is to make, um, you know, financial charms like money charms. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but a lot of witches are carrying around little enchanted, um, objects for themselves or charms or, you know, little good luck tokens. People might not even realize that they're doing a witchy thing by keeping some kind of, you know, coin in their wallet or a, a different crystal that goes in their wallet or whatever it might be in order to increase their, their finances, but that's, that's some witchcraft. Anything you're doing and you're like, oh, it's just a superstition or it's just been taught to me by my family. Those are usually kind of witchy charms, which is great. That's not a bad thing. I just want you guys to start to see how this kind of stuff is kind of everywhere. Um, 
And the reason I want you to see that is so that when people are coming to you and they're like, witchcraft, isn't that scary? Are you worshiping the devil? Are you evil? You can go, no. Did you ever carry a rabbit's foot when you were little? That's like a form of witchcraft. Or, you know, do you always keep cash in your wallet so that it'll multiply and be in abundance? That's a form of witchcraft. Like whatever it might be that people are doing, it, it's often a form of witchcraft. Y'all have probably seen that meme, especially if you follow me because I have posted it, um, that says, you know, when the muggles blow out their birthday candles on a birthday cake, but they give me shit for being a witch. It's like, you are doing witchcraft by making a wish on your birthday on a candle. Um, same thing. So Anyway, back to the task at hand. Wednesdays are for Mercury. They're good for communication. They're good for luck and travel. Um, you want to make your, your financial money charms. Um, Mercury is good for, like, quick cash. So if you're kind of needing, like, to do a spell for, like, I need, like, I don't know, I need 100 bucks by tomorrow. Like, I would do that on a Wednesday if you can. Um, if you wanted to cast a spell that makes the situation sort of distracted or confusing or not so clear, easily easily uh, lost in the weeds there, that would be a good day to do that as well. Mercury um, is very good at muddling things up as well as streamlining communication. So Wednesday's your day for something like that. Thursday is ruled by Jupiter. Um, and I would say that Jupiter is kind of like level-headed and responsible. It's like the res responsible sibling of the bunch. <laughs> um, so uh, Thursday's got like prosperity and abundance, um, good health. Thursday's energy is like, it's a good day to sign contracts. It's good for long-term wealth. Thursday's kind of like, I don't, if you had like a dad that was like smart and new like you could call him for advice like that's like Thursday's vibe it's good for long-term prosperity um you know maintaining positive health both now and in the future signing any kind of legal document like general adulting I would say any adulting kind of things you want to do on a Thursday whether for yourself or for somebody else um if you have a very adult adulty person in your life I would do any spell work on them on a Thursday as well um, Friday is for the love spells. <laughs> Friday is Venus's day. Um, so Friday's your best bet for love spells. I used to do weekly love spells. Um, I should probably get back in the habit of that now that I've moved and I'm settled in and everything. I love doing love spells. Um, make them all pretty and play some nice songs to them. Um, Venus runs Friday, so she likes red and pink and, and all the lovey love things. I also want to tell you, though, that if you're going to be doing a love spell, please also consider doing a love spell on yourself, a self-love spell, so that you can increase how much you love yourself. Um, my thought is, you know, if you're having to do a love spell on somebody else, well, what does that mean? Maybe you want to reevaluate and find a person who you don't need to do a love spell on. But I do understand. And like I said, I've been doing love spells for hire for a long time. So it's not like I'm an anti-love spell. I'm just saying consider doing self-love spells on yourself because I think that's fundamentally the most important thing. The most important relationship you're ever going to have is the one with yourself. This is my Oprah moment. So <laughs> please just allow me to have it. Um, 
And you can also do love spells on, on Fridays that are designed to draw in your truest love to you. So it's not like you have to target a specific person. You can just say, I'm ready for the, the true love of my life. Please bring her to me. And then she will arrive. Um, or he, it, whatever, whatever, they. Um, for Saturday, that's ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the Lord of Endings and like the underworld. Um, Saturday is the last day of the week. And so it is the spell that is good for endings of things. Um, banishing, protection, those kinds of things. Um, binding spells both like positive or or not so positive now a binding spell that's positive an example of that could be in the love spell category um or you can just be binding someone to you in a different capacity um or you can be binding someone so that they cannot be in touch with you so you're going to bind them so that they're not able to reach out to you um Saturday is also a beautiful day for connecting with your ancestors um there's a steadiness to Saturday a steadiness and I mean they want to say it's a darkness but darkness in our culture has such a negative connotation and it grosses me out because I don't like that darkness has a negative connotation but it's got that sort of like death energy which again isn't bad um, we can connect to our ancestors on Saturday in a beautiful way that's not bad or sad or anything like that it just is it's deeper it's got that really it's like the water that's way down deep in the river uh, under the current that's kind of colder and darker, but really rich and fertile and full of like the treasures. Um, so that's what Saturday is for. Also Saturday, you can, um, sort of do spell work about recovering from addiction, um, or, or getting through some grief as well. Now I read this thing that was interesting that said that Saturday is for contacting ancestors who sort of just died. Um, but that like, if you want to contact a hero ancestor, you need to talk to them on a Tuesday. So <laughs> I'm not really sure what that's all about. Um, I guess if it's because like Tuesday's the God of war and they're assuming if you're a hero, you died in battle somehow don't really know but I thought I'd put that little tidbit out there because when I learn something new I like to share it so <laughs> there you go um so that's your days of the week uh Sunday's the sun and big spells Monday's the moon kind of emotional psychic divine communication sort of spells if you're asking for um information from your guides that's a good day for that um Wednesday no I'm on Tuesday Tuesday is Mars that's the god of war vengeance general badassery Wednesday is Mercury communication and um quick money good luck Thursday is Jupiter that's like the responsible adult day adulting Jupiter prosperity and contracts and abundance and things like that Friday is for love who doesn't want to fall in love on a Friday Fridays are my favorite day of the week I mean I know Saturday and Sunday if you work a traditional job like you're off etc but I also always feel obligated to like get things done but on Friday I'm like woo it's Friday let's get like to the end of the day and then like yay you know Saturday is for Saturn <laughs> um god of the underworld those that kind of energy um I don't want to say it's negative. I mean, if you want to like do some protective spells or some, you know, negative work, you can do that on Saturday as well. Um, so yeah, so that is, that's your days of the week. Now I want to talk quickly while I'm talking about magical timing about the moon phases, because this is important too. 
Um, when the moon is waxing, okay, so when you have a waxing crescent, you're going to have, the waxing crescent's going to come after the new moon. This will be when the moon is black on the left and kind of like little slivers of white on the right. Um, waxing moons are beautiful times for drawing in and increasing and growing spells and spells that things that are kind of like building momentum that you want to grow. So if you want to enhance your relationship with someone else, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, or if you want to increase your finances or whatever it might be, you want to do it during the waxing phase of the moon. Um, Right after the waxing crescent is the first quarter, the waxing half moon. So the moon will be dark on the left that, at that time and, and white or illuminated on the on the right. And so as the moon grows, right, so do your spells. So as you're wanting to increase things in your life um, or have more of them, these are this is the time when you want to do these spells. And you could even set a spell and you could even time it since each moon phase, I think is like three or four days. Um probably a little bit right around four days um you could set a spell that that spans across a couple phases of the moon so as the spell increases so does the abundance if you're doing prosperity spells always try to do them during a waxing moon if you can the waxing gibbous moon is once it's like mostly white on the right hand side and there's like smaller slivers of black on the left and it's sort of approaching a full moon the moon kind of looks pregnant um again that would be a nice time for fertility or anything you're trying to increase in your life and then the moon is full right around 14 days into the moon cycle the moon is full um that's a beautiful time to just do big spells Spells that are um, honoring the goddess Artemis. I don't feel like anyone's honoring her enough, but maybe that's just me. And that's just me talking to myself saying maybe I should be honoring her more. Um, full moons, they often say, are good for releasing. I want to say that I want you to start doing releasing work on like the last day of the full moon or during, once it starts waning. Um, I look at a full moon as like a powerhouse moon. Like it's, it's very present and aware. And so you want to do spells that have that energy too. It's not a good time for like secret spells or anything like that, but for big spells. Um, also, obviously, that's when you want to get out your crystals, charge them, and cleanse them in the moon. Now, crystals also can cleanse in the sunlight, but please be careful with um, with colorful crystals in the sunlight. It can bleach them out. This is specifically true for fluorite, I've noticed. Um, I have this amazing glass crystal table, and she's in the sun a lot, and it can affect the um, color of your of your crystals. That said, charging your crystals... Um, just kind of reminds them what they've been programmed to do. If your crystals aren't programmed, you can go ahead and um, check out my website and grab yourself a crystal because each one comes with uh, instructions on how to charge your crystal or program your crystal. But basically what you're doing when you're charging it is you're reminding it of what you've asked it to do. And then we start moving into the waning moon phases. Waning gibbous is the first one where now the little black sliver is on the right hand side and the moon is starting to decrease. It's starting to sort of grow smaller now. Um, this is when you want to do spells about releasing or things decreasing or reversing or letting go of. You're, you're in the phase of the moon where you are getting rid of. And that's what's happening as you move 
through these quarters of the moon until you get to the new moon. Um, the third quarter is when it is like half white on the left and then half black on the right. And that is when you're going to continue to do those spells of releasing. Um, and then the waning crescent will be the brightness will be on the left hand side. The rest of it will mostly be dark. Um, that's a beautiful time to remove hexes, curses, to send back evil, um, to reverse anything that's come your way. So th basically the darker the moon is getting, the better it is for you to release, send back, remove, you know, take away. Th that's when that energy is best. And then in a new moon, I love new moons. As someone who's like so like here for the moon, I feel like my favorite moon is the new moon. I am a Scorpio. So in case you haven't noticed, like I'm here for Saturn. I'm defending Saturn's dark energy. I'm here for the new moon. I'm defending the dark energy of the moon. I just like really jive with that side of, of life, um, with the death side of life or the dark side of life, because I just think that it is so valuable. Um, New moons are also beautiful for like planting the seeds of possibilities. It's like, what do you want to cultivate? What do you want to enrich? Like, what do you want to bury there and have something new spring forth from it? And can you like go into this darkness in order to create something light and cultivate something else? I'm just like really here for that kind of vibe. It's very like poetic and like emo music of like the early 2000s. <laughs> like Dashboard confessionals moment here. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is new moons are awesome. Full moons are awesome. All the moon phases are awesome. Um, I want you to honor each one. I want you to understand if you're going to plan out a spell and you have time and the capacity to plan out a spell, you can use everything I've talked about with you guys here today in your magical toolkit, um, planning it out to figure out what day of the week you want to do it. If you want to get really coordinated, you can do the day of the week and the moon phase. If they line up, that's beautiful. Um, if you want to go really intense into this, every hour of every day has a different planet it's affiliated or associated with um, that gets kind of intense and what I don't want to have happen to you is that you go into analysis paralysis here and I don't want you to be like oh my god it's not the right minute hour moment day whatever I can't do anything I don't want you doing that what I want you to do is to understand here's my spell that I want to do what would the ideal day and time be or what would the ideal moon phase be for this can I wait for that moment and gather my supplies and prepare myself for it? Or is this some type of a, of a magical emergency? Trust me, that's a real thing. Is this some type of witchcraft emergency and I need to just do it now? If you need to just do it now and you're doing a love spell on like a Thursday, I want you to like honor Jupiter before you set your love spell. And I want you to go, hey, I know it's Thursday. Like props to Jupiter. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being present. Um, I just want to honor you and offer my gratitude to you. And now I'm going to call in like Venus and work with her and, and do a love spell. But thanks Jupiter for like sharing the space or whatever. Do you understand? I want you to like acknowledge what you're doing, but don't allow, don't allow the timing to halt you if you need to get something done. It's all about reverence, intentionality, focus, respect, 
all of magic should be about those things, reverence, intentionality, focus, and respect, because honestly, magic is something to be taken seriously and to have focus and respect for and to be reverential about and intentional about. Um, and so if you can't do something on the right day, just acknowledge that, you know, I should, I would like to be doing this ideally on a different day, but I'm just going to pay my respects to, to today and that's fine. And then keep it moving and get yourself going. Um, that said, if you can plan a spell out, I would like you to plan a spell out so that you can do spells on the days that coordinate with what you're trying to do. It's always really good to try to do things when it's the best for you because that's what the energy is aligning for. I mean, we have this whole thing happening and it's like, oh, you want to do this? The energy's best on this day. So it's like, of course you want to do it on the day when the energy's best. And magic should be thought out, prepared for, planned for, and like really like done with purpose so that you're not impulsively doing things in the heat of a moment without thinking it through. If you can, in an ideal world, I want you to think it through and plan it out. Um, but you're going to do what you're going to do. Uh, this is why it's important to keep a book of shadows. A book of shadows is a very fancy and mystical term for a notebook or a journal where you keep notes on your, your magic workings and your witchcraft. Um, do spells on the right day and see what happens and then do spells on whatever day you can get them done and see what happens and compare and contrast. There's no right or wrong. There's no judgment. It's just um, all information gathering. And I think that's important. And I think that that's actually kind of really fun. So I hope that this was a helpful little guide for the magical timing of spell work. Um, I am going to just put this up a little bit on a different day than what I usually do. And I will be back on my regular schedule dropping new podcasts on Thursday. But I want to thank you for listening. And if you need me, you can always reach out to me. I've been getting some really great messages through my website over at moonstonewitchery.com. I always write back. And I've been getting some fantastic DMs in um, over on Instagram as well. So thank you guys for reaching out to me. Please subscribe and share my podcast if it's resonating with you. And I am looking forward to talking to you again on Thursday. Have a great day. Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a second to tell you all about this cool thing that we're offering over on my website, moonstonewitchery.com. We are offering a new subscription service. Um, it is called Crystal of the Month, and its name is pretty straightforward, pretty much exactly what you could expect. With Crystal of the Month, I've tried to keep it incredibly affordable. It's only $15 a month. That includes shipping, and you will get a new crystal delivered right to your door every single month so that you can build your collection. These crystals are the perfect size for your altar or to be carried in your pocket or your bra or in your car or under your pillow. Um, they're really a manageable size, but I have hand chosen each one. Um, and I actually speak to my guides and channel in which crystal should be used each month for the crystal of the month. So if you're not already subscribed, it's real easy. Go over to moonstonewitchery.com. You can find the link under subscriptions and you can just set it up through PayPal. It'll monthly subscribe you. And that's that. And then every single month, it's like, surprise, you get a little delivery from the crystal fairy. So I hope to see you guys over there at moonstonewitchery.com um, subscribing for crystal of the month. And thank you for listening. Thank